Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name's Andrew Bascom, and we've helped you lose money for 130 episodes. And on this podcast, we lose as many bets as possible in about 20-ish minutes. Usually, but on today's episode, and for every Monday this August, we are going to be doing an NFL preview with the Panzerati Prince. So we'll take as long as we want. 20-ish minutes, my ass. And of course, a recap at the end of the show. Lots of bets this week, a long episode. We're going to do our favorite bets for the AFC and NFC West. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go on to bet number one. AFC West. Oh my God, the NFL is back and we finally get to talk to the Pants Rider Prince about football. Pants Rider Prince, how you doing? I'm back. I'm awake from hibernation. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's uh, the 1st of August is coming up around the corner, which means, hello, stretch out my limbs. It's time to get going. How you doing, Andrew? <laughs> I'm doing so I'm doing so well. I get to talk about the NFL. I'm so excited right now. It's finally back. You know, it's it's one of these things where I get to talk about golf betting or Major League Baseball or UFC or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. But you can hear it in my voice. I've just been waiting for football the whole time. Yeah, it's the only real thing to to bet on with that <laughs> much excitement. I mean, golf's fun, but mm-hmm. it's not football. Well, I have brought up recently your absolute red hot streak in betting golf. <laughs> So you, you, you got to watch your, you got to bite your tongue. That's the hand that feeds you right now. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But you know what? Yeah. It's, it's worth losing money in football just because I get to sit down and watch football <laughs> for eight to 10 hours a day. Oh, I'm so excited for the ritual of that. And the only way we can start is starting to bet on the win over unders. And we're going to start with two divisions today. We're going to do the AFC West and then the NFC West. So let's start with it. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl, former Super Bowl champions and should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're over under right now is 10 and a half. I just still, I honest to God, Panzer Prince, still can't get over the second half choke in the AFC Championship game against the Bengals. It's one of those ones that when we talk about the Bengals, it's going to be hard to avoid because there should have been a few teams from the AFC in uh, to the Super Bowl well before the Cincinnati Bengals. So Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and a half. Where are you starting with your thinking on the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, this is shocking. I am, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I am mad. I am disrespected. Ten and a half? The Chiefs have won at least 12 games every single year that they've had Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Now, I understand they've lost Tyreek Hill, and I understand Mm -hmm. they've lost Tyron Matthew, but it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's system. That is success right there. Ten and a half is a joke. I'm not going to say that they're going to win this division. This division is obviously the toughest division in football. You have three teams, maybe four, that can perhaps come out on top and no one's going to be surprised. But mm-hmm. 10 and a half, they're at least hitting 11 wins. I can guarantee that. The additions yep. of Juju, yes. Ma- Valdez Scantling, yes. But Sky mm-hmm. Moore, yeah. as yeah. the receiver who they drafted, is going to shock a lot of people. He's going to do really well in that system with his speed. And I really like how they addressed the defensive side of the ball on both their first round picks with Kalaptis and McDuffie. Like that is a team that's showing, yeah, I, we lost our superstar in Tyreek Hill, but we need to shore up our defense because we know what we have in Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the over and I'm taking that all day. I, well, I, no difference here. I am absolutely taking the over 10 and a half. I don't understand this number at all. They really think there's a serious regression just to make an example that we're going to talk about few, few other teams here, but in their own division. The Chargers are 10 and a half wins right now. The Broncos are 10 and a half wins. Get the hell out of here. 
I, I honestly, and I think it's just one of these narrative things where we can, we sit there and go like, the Chiefs didn't have a very good season last season. And you're like, because we felt that they could have played better. So therefore, we think they kind of had a bad season. And yet they absolutely walked, cakewalked into 12 wins last year. And just like, I, I just well over too. And 14 the year before that. I, I love that everyone thinks Tyreek Hill is worth, you know, I guess two, two and a half wins. But I, I think it's the system. I think it's Mahomes. I think it's Reed. And I also, Tyron Matthew was not that great of a player. And I can't believe the Saints contract they signed by the end of his kind of uh, Chiefs career there. So, like, they obviously, they, they, here, let's just address one thing. They maybe have the toughest schedule in the NFL coming up, right? Four, mm-hmm. four of their first seven games are on the road, but they shouldn't be competitive in really a lot of those contests. It, like, likely, in all likelihood, they're going to be favored in their first three home games uh, all the way up until their matchup against the Bills in week six, which I think is really going to be, you know, their first big test. And that's going to be the game that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the game that's going to see where we're at. But how, honest to God, even all that being said, how do we go under? Seriously. Yeah, I just don't understand it. I don't know if you paid attention to any of the media this offseason, but it's just like they've forgotten about Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, yep. this is such a what have you done for me lately? And I guess because, <laughs> you know, he didn't make it into the Super Bowl this year, we're ready to write him off and just all of a sudden jump on the backs of Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert and Josh Allen. Like, yep. yes, those are yep. three great young quarterbacks who we're going to watch for the next 10 to 15 years. But so is Patrick Mahomes. Give me a goddamn <laughs> break. That's so ridiculous. This is it's, I, it's insane. It's just, I just, could you imagine sitting here and going like, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win nine games. Like, get out of here. Oh, God. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs, we're going both over the 10 and a half. Let's go to the Raiders next. Raiders right now, Las Vegas Raiders, splashy moves in the offseason, are sitting at eight and a half wins. Uh, where are you going with this one? You know, it's a tough one because I'd say if they weren't in the AFC West, I would, I would take the over, but they are yep. in the AFC West, so I'm not going to. I just think there are too many good teams in that division, and I think the Raiders are the worst of the four. So I'm going to take the under at eight and a half. I yep. know, yes, you've acquired Devontae Adams, the Hall of Fame receiver, the best receiver in the league, but mm-hmm. is that enough to push you over the top and get you to a 10-11 win team? I really think the loss of Yannick Ngakwe is going to really hurt them. I know they have Max Crosby, and he's a monster. Chandler Jones is a big acquisition, but he's 32. Yes. He's 32. So yep. I, you wonder yep. how much explosiveness on that side of the ball he's going to have with them losing Yannick. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing in Rocky Sin, they seem to think that that's going to solve all of that corner issues. Did anyone watch the Indianapolis Colts defensive play last year and him getting torched, year, like play after play? So I, I don't know. I, it's a tough division. I'm taking the under just because of who they're going to have to go against twice a year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be close, though. Well, it's just, but that's the problem, though. Like, three of these teams have an over-under 10.5. Somebody has to lose games in this division. Not every team is going to have a winning record. So we mm-hmm. got to start picking which one it's going to be. And it might get a little interesting here. But, I, you know, the 8.5, you know, and also, they, not only did they acquire new players, they have a new GM and Dave Ziegler. They have a new head coach and Josh McDaniels. Which, oh! I, yeah, well, honestly, that's the thing I just don't get. Everyone's sitting here like, Josh McDaniels, oh, that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. It's like, what part of this is exciting? He, he absolutely flamed out with the Broncos. The, you know, like, we're looking at, uh, I think the Patriots are kind of showing their asses a little bit, and we'll get to them when we do the AFC East, but, like, they currently don't even have an offensive coordinator. That's how much they thought of Josh McDaniels in the role as offensive coordinator that they went, he left, and they go, eh, we don't even need to replace him. Like, that's how important he was to the team? Oh, my God. Vegas should have should be slightly better coached because of the interim and John Gruden, which don't get me started on that, and has a talented roster. But I don't believe either as much as people really do believe. But that path to 2022 is not easy. They have the third hardest schedule, schedule in the NFL, excuse me. And looking at their projected, uh, their opponent's projected win totals, they're tied for the seventh most difficult schedule when accounting for their opponent's win percentage from last year. 
I just don't think this is, I actually do like the Raiders. I think it's an interesting team, but their defense sucks and they're in a tough division under eight and a half for me as well. Yeah, totally. I, unfortunately, the Raiders being in Vegas and like acquiring the best uh, wide receiver in football is not sexy enough because the next team is the most exciting team I want to talk about. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. Ten and a half right now. They, they did everything in the offseason. They got J.C. Jackson. They got Khalil Mack. They re-signed Mike Williams. Everybody loves Justin Herbert. They're slobbering all over themselves to talk about Justin Herbert. What are you thinking about the over-under of ten and a half? So it's funny with the Chargers because I'm going to take the over, and this should be an over. But would I be shocked if they finished the season with seven wins? No, I, I wouldn't. No. Um, but I'm going to take the over because <laughs> I just I can't ignore what they've done and who they've added. I just want to uh, talk solely to Ryan Grigson right now. Okay. Ryan, if you're fucking yep. listening, when you take a generational quarterback like Justin Herbert, the next two years you go and you spend those first-round picks on offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rash- mm-hmm. Rashawn Slater and Zion Johnson. Thank you, L.A., Smart. They're trying to protect your superstar. They have weapons. LA's got weapons everywhere. Mike Williams, everyone's just slobbering all over. Oh, it's Allen incredible. Yeah. Allen, Austin Eckler is Austin Eckler. Defensively, JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, Joey Bosa. Can they stay healthy? Who knows? But there is nothing that says the Chargers should not be an 11-win team this year. If yep. they are not, and if they miss the playoffs, this is a massive failure. I'm not saying blow it up, massive fa- failure. Right, 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 right. It's a massive failure. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go under. And I'm going to go under because they're the Los Angeles Chargers. They used to be the San Diego Chargers. And they're cursed. And there's just no way around it. <laughs> I don't care what new stadium they move to. I don't care what Indian burial ground they're on top of. They are cursed. And there's just no way around it. Everyone's slobbering over Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's great. Absolutely. His numbers are incredible. He throws the most perfect moon ball in the world. And you just, you could sit there. But unfortunately, this is not art. And he's 15 and 17 as a starter. Now, Wins are not a quarterback stat, and I'll be the first one to admit that, especially when I'm taking shots at Tom Brady. But you eventually have to win some fucking football games. And that second, that's that leap back. Here's the thing. JC Jackson, he's one of the best corners in the game. Ah, when when the Patriots let go of secondary players, they very rarely do well at their next stop. Khalil Mack making more money than anyone deserves. And is he that good still? Is he that good still? Has he been that good? Did he change a, a Chicago defense? No. People talk about more about Robert Quinn now. I just, I worry that they added these players like it was like some kind of fantasy team instead of, instead of actually getting the players that could have been an organic growth. Rashawn Slater, the line's going to be so much better. So your gigantic, beautiful young quarterback is going to be standing on his own two feet. That's great. And they're offensively, I don't really worry unless they, can st- unless they can't stay healthy. But it just feels like the absolute swerve of swerves to go like, everyone's like, the Chargers could win 14 games. You're like, what if they win nine? Like, what if they win nine? Yeah, like, it wouldn't be a shocker. It, it, they can win seven. They could win 12 and anything in that range. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm just going to do it just because everybody's going to be taking the over. I'm going to take the under 10 and a half and then be very wrong and be like, well, I was on an island. So it's, it's just me. That's fine. No, I like it because honestly, like if you're asking me if I'm going to take the over the under, I'm going to take the over. But in real like life scenarios, I'm not actually putting any money on this. Yeah. On this specific bet. I'm not going anywhere near it. No, and I get why the books did it. They had to put this number at 10 and a half. They had to. If it was anything under this, they would have just gotten beaten up left and right. So I totally get that. But also, speaking of your best bets, we're going to talk about the actual bets we're going to be making at the end here a little bit. But let's, let's finish up the division here. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. They're also sitting at a 10 and a half right now. Big changes again. Man, the, the theme for this division, just big changes, big changes, big changes. Obviously, adding a new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, and adding Russell Wilson. Where are we going with the Denver Broncos? 10 and a half. 
This, I mean, this Russell Wilson going to Denver is probably the most exciting move of the offseason. The fact yeah. that they get to play Seattle in Seattle on Monday Night Football in week one, it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. Th- thank you, schedule makers. <laughs> thank you. This was perfect. Um, I can't not take the over here. I just, I can't not. I understand everyone wants to talk about, you know, Jerry Judy and Colton Sutton and then yep. Tim Patrick's the not so underrated receiver because. Everyone is like, oh, I've got to take Tim Patrick in round six or seven or eight in my fantasy drafts <laughs> yeah. because he's the best third receiver that anyone has. Javante Williams, you've, Melvin Gordon, that, that tandem, as much as everyone wants to just give the ball to Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon's not going anywhere, and he nope. was serviceable last year. He totally mm-hmm. was. You have to think Russell Wilson is going to lift this team into the playoffs. Broncos fans are going to expect a division title. They're going to expect nothing less because this, for them – is just like Peyton Manning coming over in 2012 and then right. running four straight number one seeds. I don't think the Broncos fans are going to expect to be the number one seed in a tough AFC, but I think they expect to win the division every single time Russell Wilson is on the center. So I'm taking the over here. I think this. I think there is a chance we do see three 11 win teams in this wow. division. I can totally see that happening. This division is. I don't remember seeing a division this strong no. in, in all my years of watching football. Mm-hmm. I just that defense is good too. I really like the Randy Gregory edition. I'm really certain yeah. about Satan. Holy crap, I like that guy. And you know, I know Bradley Chubb hasn't lived up to the expectations they thought they were getting as yeah. a top five. Uh, I believe he was a fifth pick or fourth. I think pick. he was a fifth pick. Yeah, yeah. It, I he's not lived up, but I mean, he still ha- he still has those tools and is still young enough to make a huge impact on the on the defensive side of the ball. I I do take Denver as the over here just because I. Find it hard betting against Russell Wilson. I do. I know. I, I don't blame you at all. And that for the last couple of years, that's what we do with Seattle. That's what we're doing. We're just going, yeah. like, well, they'll probably get to nine wins. They're not a very good team. But like, here we are. You know, Denver Broncos being a 10 and a half is very interesting, especially when the AFC West, when, when you know, right now, you know, you, you just said a lot of people are going to believe that there are three 11 win teams in here, which also makes us have to believe that the Raiders win like five games. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this team finished last in its division last year, right? Vic Fangio was the head coach. And even with Vic Fangio, and everybody swears up and down, the best defensive mind in football of the last 20 years, Vic Fangio, incredible. They had a pretty bad defense last year. And yes, they ended, ended, uh, added Gregory, but, and Sertan's one of the best young quarters in, in football. But this defense still actually might be pretty bad. Chubb has never finished a whole season healthy. And the other one is their offensive line is garbage, which I guess is a Russell Wilson trait that just like every yeah. team that Russell Wilson plays for cannot have an offensive line whatsoever. <laughs> it's you and I playing left tackle and right tackle. Like, it's just, that part just scares the hell out of me. And I agree with you. Denver wants blood. Like they want to win. That is what, that is what Denver does. They win. But if they win 10 games and this is going to be a failure. Ooh, I love this. This now that gets me excited. That's a, that's hair standing on the back of my neck right now. So I actually, am going to be taking the under. I can't believe I have three unders in this division. If it's supposed to be so good, but I just think two of these are definitely going to hit. And I just want to take the under because I think like a 10, 10 win for a, a quarterback on a new team with a new head coach. That's never been a head coach before. Doesn't feel like the most radical thing to me. So I'm going to, I'm, this is, this is the division of just cold water dumping myself all over my head. I'm going to take the under 10 and a half of the Denver Broncos. You know what? It's funny because every single team in this division, if they miss the playoffs, it is a failure of a season. There is no one in this, in this division who thinks, oh, like we're building something for next year. All four teams in this division want to win the Super Bowl this year and believe that they can. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. And if they don't, it's an absolute disaster. Like, yeah, the way, especially the way that they're spending and they've traded capital away and, you know, all switched head coaches. Like, 
for God's sakes, Justin Herbert's had two head coaches. This is his third season. You know, the Raiders have a new coach. The Broncos have a new coach. Like, it's incredible. And actually, just, it almost makes me feel so much better about my Kansas City Chiefs back. Like, that I'm like, well, same, same quarterback, same head coach. Great. Exactly. Because, I yeah. mean, if you talk to me, which, what pick is my money going to actually go towards? It's the Kansas City Chiefs winning the AFC West. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So those are our thoughts on the AFC West. At the end of this, we're going to talk about some bets that we really do want to make. But we'll be doing that after this break. And now a word from our sponsor and an app I use all the time, BetStamp. Here at Losing Money, we always talk about the importance of line shopping. Well, now you don't have to go around anymore. Now you don't have to go app to app or website to website. You can look at BetStamp and they have their, all the odds posted from all the different apps. Plus, you can just click on the books from there through the app and to be taken right to the book to be placing the wager. Also, this is a preseason NFL podcast. We're going to be making lots of bets that we're going to hold on to all season. If at some time we think we need to get rid of this bet, sell it, or buy a bet because we missed out placing a bet before the season started, you can do that on BetStamp. You can buy and sell picks with full transparency, plus they don't take a cut. It's completely free and safe. Also, you know we post our free daily picks at LosingMoneyWAB on Twitter and Instagram. But if you ever wondered how we're doing as a record, you know, outside the record check, because we're honest boys, and you know we'd be losing money, you could go see our record, how we're doing at BetStamp, plus other famous bettors and how what their record is. No more fake bragging anymore. You gotta, we, we're gonna know actually how you're doing. It's a one-stop shop for everything betting. So download the BetStamp app today. NFC West. All right, we're back and we're going to be talking about the NFC West, one of the toughest divisions to do this for in honestly feeling like 10 straight years now. So why don't we start with one of the more complicated teams that we're going to be doing, Pans Right Prince. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Eight and a half, eight and a half. What an interesting number for a team that thinks they could win the Super Bowl. Where are you going? So, hmm, I'm ta- <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking the over, but like just over. Like, yeah. I think the Cards are the poster child of the seven seed wildcard team. Like that's them. Yeah. Like, oh, who's your seven seed? It's, it's the Cardinals. They just get in. Yeah. They just squeaked in <laughs> with just, nine. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think Kyler's going to settle himself, but I think he's going to lose a few games that he should have won. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals are going to be in a lot of games and they're going to lose a lot of those games based on just immaturity and, and mistakes that maybe they shouldn't make. I, I know he's surrounded by some solid weapons. I know James mm-hmm. Conner mm-hmm. is now kind of making a a reinvigorated name for himself. Yep. Hollywood Brown, I think, is going to do great. We don't really know what the DeAndre Hopkins deal is yet, when he's coming back. Supposedly um, six games. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly six games. But that's the thing. I, I think this team is wonderfully average. Yeah. And if I'm putting my money on it, I'm willing to bet that they squeak out nine wins. But I don't feel confident at all about it. Oh, I, I, I completely understand. So like, if you, if you could see the pants, right? Pants, he's squirming in his chair, literally, as he's talking about the Cardinals. Like he does not want to do this. I get that. And to be perfectly honest, it's my, this is the exact same bet. I feel in the opposite way about the chargers where it's like, I feel like everybody's going to be like under, 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 and it's already gotten down to eight and a half. And I wonder if it'll get down to eight. They just paid Kyler Murray. They just extended Cliff Kingsbury. And I could use that example for good or bad. Uh, this is the team you want to bet on. But honestly, this is another swerve against the public. They're old. So this is the fear that they're old and they start losing people. This team gets thin fast. Kyler Murray cannot survive a whole year, you know, but if they do, (laughs) which is such a dangerous argument, they do. They could be really good. They could be an 11 win team and you'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Buda Baker. Yeah, he's a good player. You know, like, oh yeah, absolutely. And so I just think if they had just, they can just get by a little bit and this is a bet against the public and thinking that number is going to drop a little bit. I absolutely will take the over eight and a half as well. 
Yeah, it, it's a. I really don't feel, I guess, right or confident when I have the Cardinals finishing second in the, in the West. <laughs> Just with how good the division's been for so long and how we've yeah. always taken, you know, the Rams or the Niners, the Seahawks, just like year after year. And yep. now this year I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, I, I think the Cardinals are going to finish second. I just, I feel so uneasy about saying that, but I'm saying oh, it. Absolutely. I, that's so funny you're saying that because let's, let's do the Los Angeles Rams. Then we'll get to kind of maybe the two more interesting teams. The Los mm-hmm. Angeles Rams sitting at 10 and a half right now. And what, what's not to like? They're the Super Bowl champions. Sean McVay's back. Aaron Donald's back. Cooper Cup is extended. The front office went out and signed Bobby Wagner, Allen Robinson. For all we know, OBJ might be joining the team in a couple of weeks. So wh- where are we sitting here? Ten and a half. Talk me down. Like, why wouldn't yeah. I go over immediately? I mean, you're looking at me right now. My arms are up in the air. Because, yes. <laughs> uh, why? This is the exact same thing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Why uh, is it so low? Did the schedule makers forget that there were 17 games this year? Like, I don't yeah. understand. It's yep. I, I don't get. They it. are gonna win eleven games. They are gonna yep. win this division. Yep. I, I am pretty confident about that. That not only are they gonna win eleven games, but they're gonna cruise to this division victory. Uh, I don't think anyone in the NFC West can stand up to the Rams. No, they are good, just as good, if not better than last year. You can make an argument on both sides of the ball. Yep. Uh, I, this one is a is a head scratcher. Ten and a half is way too low. All I can say is this is a very good team and a very well-coached team that I have confidence in. Yeah. Not going to regress. No. What? 10 I, wins a lower? What? I, do, I don't get it because this is also, I think this is like old, like you made the joke about, do, do they know it's 17 games? Do they know this is not the old NFC West? Like, do they know that the Seattle Seahawks over under is five and a half right now? Somebody has to win teams in this division and God, people don't think it's Arizona. So it's got to be the Rams. And also like, you know, we do that thing like, well, they, yeah, some injuries, but like, that's true of every team, but who cares? Even if, even if Matt Stafford breaks his arm, I don't care. John Walford can go out and Sean McVay will coach him up to 11 wins that we know that he made the fucking Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So like, yeah. I don't care. I, I, this is, feels insane to me. 10 and a half is, is insane. I'm absolutely taking the over in this one as well. Cause someone has to win t- games in the division, which I think let's just move on. Let's just go to the San Francisco 49ers because yes. this is the one that is like, how do you feel about the NFC West? is how you feel about the San Francisco 49ers. They're at currently nine and a half. Where are you thinking, Pants Ready Prince? Yeah, I like that. How do you feel about the NFC West? How do you feel about the San Francisco 49ers? And I don't feel good about them. No. Uh, I'm taking the under. Here's the thing. I like what they have at every single position, except yep. quarterback. The yep. most important. Yep. Yep. It's a win-now roster with a rebuilding, we're five years away quarterback. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people believe in Trey Lance. I am not one of them. I'm not even close <laughs> to being one of them. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah. San Francisco can win 11 games with a quarterback that's a game manager. Mm-hmm. But Trey Lance is not that. He's a quarterback with a lot of risk. He's a quarterback that's going to make a lot of mistakes in his first year starting. Mm-hmm. So I do not understand. I just, okay. I'm not even talking about the odds makers here. Yeah. I don't understand what the fuck Kyle Shanahan is doing. I, yeah. I, I do, do not understand what John Lynch is doing. First of all, the package that they spent for Trey Lance a couple of years ago, whoa. Secondly, you're taking away Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo has his flaws. He has his, sure. his throwing interceptions and big moments flaws. But look me in the eye and tell me that with the exact same team, Trey Lance is going to win more games than Jimmy Garoppolo. Would. I, I do not think so. Not even close. No, I'm so glad you're doing this. This is, I was going to do the exact same line. Jimmy Garoppolo is now being uh, disrespected. He's being absolutely underappreciated. And, and he's made the conference finals two of the last three years. Are, what? 
And now all of a sudden it's like, well, that guy's poison. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, okay, yeah. I, I guess. But like to immediately hand it over to Trey Lance, who has not shown anything. In the, I just, I think it's a really bold move. And so here's the thing about the 49ers, why I am also going under nine and a half is because I just have no idea what this team is going to be. I have no idea. They could win seven. They could win 13. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, I, whatever. I understand that there's a little bit of like mysticism around Kyle Shanahan and the offense that he runs and, and everybody has copied his offense and stuff like that. And that's great. But like, what is, what is this team? Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if the yeah. defense is going to be very good. So nine and a half just feels like, I don't know. I don't want any part of this under nine and a half. Yeah. Like I, I really do like the defense. I mean, you've got one of the best linebacks in the league. Yeah. One, I mean, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, yep. Nick Bosa, Javaris Ward. Like they, they have a lot of pieces. I'm not really worried about the defense at all. Hmm. And I'm not worried about their run game. I'm not worried about their receivers. I, I mean, I don't know if Debo Samuel is going to be playing for the San Francisco 49ers in week one, but I really right. do like Brandon Ayuk. Uh, how can you not like George Kittle? Yep, I just yep. don't like Trey Lance. And that is the biggest piece. I mean, yes, it's a, it's a quarterback league. You need a good quarterback to succeed in this league. And if you don't have one, you need a game-managing quarterback that can at least get you down the field efficiently and make way for your defense or your run game. They don't yeah. have either of those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shut nope. my mouth yeah. if we're talking two months from now and Trey Lance is like 7-0. and But I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't see it. I'm taking the under with the 49ers. Well, and that's the thing. But they keep losing capital in the draft because this insane impulsive decisions to go like, we got to trade up to uh, draft Trey Sermon and then he doesn't play. Like Elijah Mitchell is going to be their starting running back, we think. But like, who the hell knows in week three? Because he could just find some guy in the practice rod that is practice squad that he likes more like you did mm-hmm. with Mostert. So I just... I don't know what you're going to get. I want to stay the hell away from the San Francisco 49ers with all my money like for a while until we figure out what's going on. So we're both going under. So let's go over to the Seattle Seahawks. This number has moved as of recently to five and a half. It was sitting at six for a bit. So the Seahawks sitting at six, that under was one of my favorite best bets uh, in, in the, whole, the whole NFL win totals. I love the six. Now the five and a half is very interesting because it's incredibly juiced over. It's a minus 140 for the over. Uh, five and a half. So the public is coming in big on the over five and a half. What are you doing, Pants Ready Prince? I'm going under. I mean, <laughs> I know five and a half is not a lot of wins. Like a, a six win team is a terrible team, but I, I yeah. truly think that the Seattle Seahawks are going to have a top three draft pick next year. Like they, they are and they should be in the Bryce Young sweepstakes. This is yes. one of the three teams that should be right in the Bryce Young sweepstakes and the we need to lose as many games as possible. I, I know Pete Carroll doesn't want to rebuild and says that he's not rebuilding, but like, give your head a shake, buddy. Like you're rebuilding. <laughs> this team yeah. is awful. Yep. You I, had nothing going for you. No. What, in what world are you going to be competitive in any way? Uh, yeah, five is low, but I'm taking the under. I can see this team winning three games, four games. I struggle to find positives to talk about. I, I really struggle to find positives. Like, Life without Wilson is going to be tough, especially if P. Carroll is set on Geno Smith or Drew Locke. And like now there's words that like maybe they'll trade for Jimmy G, which I, I doubt for a lot of reasons in division, blah, 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 blah. But like, even then, I'm still confident in this bet. They have the NFC West. They, are the, they have the AFC West on the schedule and they have the Buccaneers. And by my count, that's going to be 11 games where the Seahawks are not favored. 11. So that gets us to uh, under six pretty, pretty easily. So under five and a half feels pretty good too. I, I love this one. Under five and a half all day for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, like that's a good point. If you do, if you strongly believe that Seattle is going to trade for Jimmy G, then yeah, take the over because sure. I, if with Jimmy G, then yes, I would take the over. But that is, I don't know, within the division, that would be pretty <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. If it, if it, if it happens, um, this team is just, 
Capital S-H-I-T shit. I, it's amazing how fast you can fall in this league. Because, you know, like there was team, there was only a couple of years ago, I could name you legitimately 20 players on the Seattle Seahawks. And now I would struggle to get to, I don't know, eight. You know, like it's, it's remarkable. Does DK Metcalf start week one for the Seattle Seahawks? I don't, if I was DK, I'd be like, why? <laughs> Drew Locke's going to get me fucking killed out there. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, it's, it's a bad team. And I just, re-signing Pete Carroll and bring him back. Like, and I don't think this is any shot at Pete Carroll, but like, why, why would you do this? Now you gotta, now you might have to fire him. Like, Oh, this is a nightmare. Um, all that goodwill in Seattle just lost completely. Well, there you go. So there's the NFC West as well. Those are both divisions. We bet we gave every over under for both divisions. Pins right Prince. If I had to tell you, you're spending your real, real live money covered in marinara sauce. Where, where are you spending this money? How, which bets are you actually going to be making in making in these over unders right now? Well, first, I'm going to Batando's and getting the Panzerati with some actual good tomato sauce. Oh, there we go. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Then I'm going to put money on the Kansas City Chiefs with the over, the Kansas City yep. Chiefs winning the division. I'm putting money on the Seattle Seahawks with the under. Yeah. I'm putting all my money, my life savings on the Los Angeles Rams taking that over. Uh, I agree with that. That still pisses me off. I absolutely am right there with you. I'm also taking KC in the over. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks under six. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams as the NFC West winner at plus 130. I can't believe you can get that at a plus number. That's it's remarkable. Ridiculous. ridiculous. And then I also found a good night. This one, this one you might want too. If Kansas City finishes first in the division and LA Chargers finish second, that exact order gets us to plus 550. And I like that one as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, 550, like big number. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a big division, tough division, but like I, I, that's how I feel about Denver. So I like that as a first second for 550 as well. I like that a lot. Yeah, I might have to uh, revisit that one. <laughs> well, Panzer Eye Prince, thanks so much for coming on. We got a few more Mondays coming up where we're going to be doing more divisions. Uh, and next week, it's going to be the East. We're going to do the AFC and NFC East. So we'll see you next Monday to lose Ooh. more money on the NFL. Oh, I love it. All right, Andrew, take it easy. Recap. Okay, we talked about a lot of teams today, but here are the actual bets that the Panzerai Prince and myself are going to be making. Panzerai Prince is taking KC over 10.5 wins, KC to win the division, Seattle under 5.5, and, and the LA Rams over 10.5, and, and he seemed very sure about that one, so heads up. My picks, I'm going to be doing something very similar. KC over 10.5, Seattle under 5.5, the LA Rams to win the division at plus 130, and I have an odd bet for plus 550. KC first, LA Chargers second in that division in that exact order, plus 550. This is only the first of many podcasts we're going to be having about the NFL. We're going to talk about all the divisions. We're going to talk about some Super Bowl bets. We're going to talk about player props. We've got all of August to be losing money on season-long bets for the NFL and get ready for week one. But in the meantime, can you subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin wherever you enjoy podcasts? And please give a subscribe and a like to at WIB on Twitter or Instagram wherever you decide to waste your time. You can also download the BetStamp app and tell them Losing Money with Andrew Baskin sent you and help support the podcast. We'll be back on Friday to even lose more things for this weekend coming up. And then again on Monday, we're going to be doing the NFC and AFC East. Ooh, those are big ones. Ooh, those are juicy ones. So have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!